Wake it up. You're not up already. Wake it up. Bill Michael Show on the air. We're glad to have you. Last night, the NFL on display, not one but two Monday night games, one on ABC, one on ESPN. And in watching those games last night, I thought, you know, I learned something. And I always try to learn something. I always try to learn, you know, uh, some nuance, some player, some move, something, strategy of the game, whatever. What did Ben Kenny produce in the program? Ben, what did you learn last night other than the fact that you're probably Philadelphia Eagles giddy today? Oh, man, so much. Uh, I need to get a little Go Birds from you just sometime today. Go Birds! There it is. We were Go Birdsing. We were Fly Eagles Fly last night. I was just loving it. What a night. Yeah. Um, Well, I learned that Kirk Cousins is a complete fraud when he's pressured and in primetime, generally. How about that? I kind of, so uh, there's a lot of Eagles-related thoughts, but I'm not going to display them. I kind of learned that Joe Barry's approach to stopping the Vikings week one, I I think what the Eagles did was a glaring indictment on what Barry tried to do. And it's not only the fact that they had slay on him, but they actually brought pressure. As the game went along, they adjusted. Kirk Cousins should have thrown seven interceptions last night. And every time Mm -hmm. he was blitzed, he just threw a lame duck little lob up there that was picked. So that was, I, if I look at the Packers, I wonder why Joe Barry just dropped back soft and let Justin Jefferson run all over him. Kirk Cousins, like we know who he is. When he's pressured, he is bad. It's that simple. Yeah, it was uh, not a good display last night by the, uh, the, the Minnesota Vikings. Now, some will say that they were drunk from their Super Bowl, which was beating the Green Bay Packers. Um, I look at it in a lot of the same light that you do, um, that... You know, they just brought a lot of pressure last night. And they took one guy. Uh, The story today, really, in Minnesota, which Justin Jefferson doesn't want to hear it, by the way, he was flailing his arms and getting pissed at the end of the game, is that Darius Slay shut him down. And he's going to say, he didn't shut me down. My quarterback quit looking at me, which is true. But he was also under pressure. He was popping around in the pocket, jumping around, tapping the ball, tapping the ball, throwing it into the hands of the Eagles. Uh, but the Eagles have weapons. Uh, I, I thought the interesting take this morning was, well, if Aaron Rodgers had weapons, look what he could do. Well, yeah, but the Minnesota Vikings have weapons. So it wasn't like the, the Eagles had a bunch of weapons and the Vikings didn't. It's the fact that the Vikings were out-schemed. They were out-coached. Their defense outplayed their offense. It was as simple as that. They put pressure. They got turnovers. They did everything right. And Jalen Hurts, he he can run, he can throw, he looked really good last night. You know, there's a lot of positives there. And we already knew that the Eagles coming into the season had a really good defense. So nothing new there, other than the fact that I, I thought it would be a little bit closer game. But and I I, I got to be honest, I didn't pick the I didn't pick that game because I really didn't know. I didn't have a gut feeling about that game. I thought. What I saw out of the Vikings, I had to say, hmm. It's kind of like I was sitting back in my chair, and I had my arms folded, but my hand was on my chin going, hmm. I don't know if I should buy in to this Minnesota Vikings team. And damned if I was right. Something in me was saying, don't do it. Not yet. Let's see. Kirk Cousins, remember last year, everybody was talking about him possibly being an MVP, and then Kirk became Kirk. And sure enough, last night, just earlier in the season than what we expected, Kirk Cousins became Kirk Cousins. 
But what I did see last night was the Bills are – that's a whoop-ass. That is a machine right now. That is uh, – if we could look at the number one power rankings and say I – and mean, we're going to look at the power rankings today. After two weeks in, you can't do it after week one, you know. But after two weeks in, now we kind of know. You know, we got to feel. But after two weeks in – that is a juggernaut. And by the way, it felt like the Bills, since the Bills played on opening night, everybody else had played two games. So you kind of think, yeah, boy, it seemed like forever since the Buffalo Bills had played a contest. But uh, to get th- that crowd was amped last night. They're behind this team. They really believe this is their year. Uh, what is the hamburger dude? Did you see that last night? Oh, Pinto Ron? P- Pinto Ron. Uh- Legend. That that's all he's known for is getting hosed down with ketchup and mustard. Does he like wash off in the parking lot? Somebody got like a fifty-five gallon barrel of water that he just immerses himself into after he gets done being just slathered, doused disgustingly in ketchup and mustard. I'm amazed at the strength of the stream of ketchup and mustard. You know, it's kind of yeah. ferocious. Well, it is. Onto the it face. is pointing downward. It is, you know, it is gravity is taking over because they are doing it from on top of a, a van. On top of a, what is it, an old VW bus or something like that that they stand on? Something. Yeah. But he, he just stands there and gets doused. Just doused in ketchup and mustard, which I like ketchup and mustard on my hot dogs and hamburgers. Don't get me wrong, but I don't like it all over me. I'm not that guy. But who does that? That's because really when you're walking through the parking lot, people look at you and go, that's the guy. That's the guy. And now people are taking pictures with him. Girls want to take pictures with him after he has been doused in the ketchup and the mustard. They wear the ketchup and the mustard after taking the picture with him like a badge of honor. Ben, I think we should just dump you in honey. Just put honey all over your body. So everywhere you go, every girl walks up to you and says, Sup, honey? What, thinking? Huh? I think we can do that. Some good Wisconsin honey will put you, and that way even Bears won't like you when the Chicago Bears uh, play play the Packers again. But we, on game day, out there in Madison, I know Ebo would love to do it, just douse you in honey. That's what we do. You're the, you're the honey bear. That's I'm telling you, we got marketing here. I'll do yeah, anything guy, for content, Bill. Don't worry. Yeah, well, that guy has got, Pinto Ron has got, Got it marketed, man. He's that guy. He's invited all these different soirees and Bill's functions now. So, and I'm reading about this guy, and I'm like, what the hell? And all of this started because he got hosed down with ketchup and mustard. And I'm thinking to myself, at the red zone, Saturday morning, there, there's the honey man. It's honey bear. Honey bear shows up, gets doused in the honey. You throw on some goggles. And uh, whatever it is you're gonna, whatever it is you're gonna grub down. Since you're doing usually the uh, the game in the morning, and you, you, now you could always do maple syrup, but nobody calls you Maple Man. You know, you don't want to do that. The honey bear sounds better, so you do it in honey, or you do it in honey flavored maple syrup. That's what you could do. But I think we do. I think uh, you know we have Ebo and Rowdy hose you down with honey. I know Ebo's listening. He's probably down the hall right now writing it down, f- trying to figure out where he can find a, a one-gallon tub of honey to put all over one Ben Kenny. I think that's what we do. And then everywhere you go, girls are taking pictures with you. Come here, baby. Oh, it's the honey mare. 
oh, hi, honey bear. And suddenly you got girls coming out of your, your tree, man, swinging all over the joint. There you go. Listen, I like the reward there. I do think we have to re- reevaluate uh, the viscosity. I think that's the word of honey where I, yeah. I don't know if it can be properly sprayed. I think it more drips. You know what I mean? Yes. So if we could water it down a bit and get oh, no, some you can, you, jet yeah, stream Yeah, you got to water it down a little bit. But I, 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 I think honey, if you put it in a squeeze bottle upside down, you can get it. You can get it going. I mean, come on. Let's be honest. Ebo's in the gym every day flexing the, flexing the guns, right? So if the, if the forearm muscles aren't strong enough to squeeze a honey bottle, and spray it all over one Ben Kenny. Then whatever he's doing at the gym, he just might, he must like work out for like a second, get that pump in that, uh, uh, and then he just takes that picture with that one vein popping out, and the rest of the time he's he's over there filming his wife. That's what he's There's doing. There's a lot of things I'd like to ask, but I'm gonna keep it to myself. There you go. I, I'm telling you, that's it. <laughs> or as Marv says, I didn't want to go there, Marv, because it's been used. But Marvin, the Bud Light live stream, would then, said, wouldn't then Ben be the honey badger? See, I don't want to go there. That's already been used. I want to be the honey bear. Have you be the honey bear? Girls taking pictures with you. And we get it sponsored by some, you know, so we, got a, we get a bear with you. We get one of those, you know, somebody in a bear suit running around with the honey bear. That's what we do. I, I think it's a good marketing tool. Were you sitting on your couch thinking about that last night? I was. I was. I thought, <laughs> you know, who would do this? Because would I do it? No, I'm I'm too. First of all, too much of a neat freak. Two, uh, my hair is too good. Can't do it. I'm you know just I, I can't. That's the only that's the only feature on my body at this point that after the age of fifty has not just left me. Right. So I'm going with the hair. So I I can't throw it in the hair. But but Ben, we'll hose Ben down. And I'm kind of like off the market, so to speak. I'm not in the dating scene. You 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 can immerse yourself in that pool with a snorkel, dude. Seriously. So you're good. <laughs> You're good to go. You come out there with flippers. You got goggles on. And not just the little ones over your eyes. I'm talking a full mask. And then a big snorkel. You've got yourself like one of those spear guns in case one of those, you know, big willies come at you. But then you're good to go. Jump into that pool. Jump into that dating pool. We got to figure out that. Uh, and I can live vicariously through you. That's what I'll do. I'm, I'm in on it. So. Uh, but last night what we discovered was that. Uh, yeah, Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills, just really damn good. And when you start to look at where the Bills are as opposed to where the Packers are, you know, um, I think what we discovered was, yeah, the Packers are a good football team, but they're light years away. They just don't have that firepower. When you, When those games started to expand... Um, the both teams had weapons to throw to, had downfield capability, and it, it just you. I started thinking to myself, I'm like, what is the weaponry of of Aaron Rodgers? Who does he have to throw to? Now maybe Romeo Dobbs and Christian Watson will develop into those guys. I admit that, but who does he have to throw to? He just he just doesn't have that weaponry. The Packers don't have it, and uh, I, I everything I felt good about coming out of that game on Monday, I began to feel bad about again last night because I thought they're going to get to their thirteen wins, 
you know, barring injury. They're going to get to their 13 wins. And unless the development of the young guys really becomes prevalent, uh, I, I don't see this team beating those types of teams. I just don't. I don't think they have that ability. Now, if indeed the defense plays the way they did against the Bears in the second and third quarters, then, yeah, they got a shot because then if you can establish the ground game and the the more true style of West Coast offense of, you know, throw the ball, run the ball, throw the ball, run the ball, throw the ball, run the ball, a lot of misdirection, a lot of movement, a lot of things like that, then, yeah, you'll stay close. But with two minutes to go and say you're down six, you're up three, you don't have that ability to get downfield consistently. And 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 I've said that from the beginning, and I, I really, I I, that was one of the things I took away last night was, damn the Bills are good, good to see the Vikings lose. Everybody in the North pretty much even right now, record wise, even though the Vikings hold the lead just for the fact that the Vikings have beaten the Green Bay Packers. But I'm kind of like, wow, the Packers just don't have that; they don't have that weaponry. So we'll go over the uh, the power rankings today, but that was uh, that was one of the things that uh, that I took away last night. So coming up later on today, Zach Heilprin going to join us. We're going to talk some Badgers and Buckeyes. Uh, do the Buckeyes have a weakness? Do they have a weakness that is the strength of the Badgers? We'll talk to Zach about that. Also, Peter Bukowski of the uh, Lockdown Packers podcast going to be joining us we'll talk with him get his thoughts on what he saw last night what we saw sunday night where this green bay packers team is aaron Rodgers, after the game the other night said that they were better than what they were a week ago but they still have a while to go and he also said i have to understand who i'm throwing to I have to, in other words, let me temper the expectations a little bit, and I've got to come back down in thought to the guys that I have around me. And we had talked a little bit about this uh, on Sunday night after the game, where it's great to be the, the emperor, but at some point to understand the common man, you can't sit on the throne. You have to come down and mingle with the common man because you can't elevate them without understanding where it is they are. Again, hint, hint, all these things should have been worked out in the offseason and going into training camp. But I just, I, I really, I really, I, I really believe that. Uh, I was watching some of the, uh, the roundtable discussion on NFL Live and talking about teams not playing guys in the preseason, teams not bringing in their veterans during the OTAs and the minicamps, and a lot of the things that are established. And then you're listening to former players saying, you know, I never wanted to go to those minicamps, but I know what I got out of them as a rookie. I know when the veterans came in and sat down and talked to me and began to build a relationship with me and began to, you know, take me places, take me to dinner. We ended up sitting around and talking about other things other than just football. I got to know how they thought. I got to know what their life was like. I got to know what they were thinking at what time, where, and when. And I keep thinking to myself, yeah, uh, Cobby will coach him up. That's all I kept thinking about. Cobby will coach him up. Um, I still think this Packers team has a lot of growing to do. I don't know how good they're going to be. But I know right now they're nowhere near the level of what we witnessed last night. I think we last night we probably saw 
two of the best teams in football, the Philadelphia Eagles in the uh, in the NFC and the Buffalo Bills in the AFC. Let's do this. We're going to step away, take a quick break, come back and get your thoughts. What did you learn last night? What did you learn last night? 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Second down and 10. Good protection. End zone pick. Pass is intercepted by Slay. A flag is down at the 25. For now, it's a takeaway for Phil. Pass is picked again. Avante Maddox. Blitz. Cousins to the end zone. And intercepted. What a night for Darius Slay. You like that? What a night for Darius Slay indeed. Justin Jefferson, not a, not a factor. Not much to it. Nah, baby, nah. Big night last night. And uh, we discovered, in all honesty, that uh, those two teams, the uh, Philadelphia Eagles and the Buffalo Bills, they are the creme de la creme right now when you talk about uh, when you talk about the overall uh, NFL and in each conference, the AFC and the NFC, and where the Packers stand. So uh, I still go back to the Packers will get better defensively. They've got some youth there that they're relying on. Am I concerned about it? No, not really. Not really. Also, you got to relax a little bit. It's a long season. Uh, I don't want to get crazy knee-jerk reactive off of the first two weeks of the season. Two weeks, two games of the 17-game schedule that quick are in the books, which seems amazing within itself. Two games already down, 15 to go. Speaking of 15 to go, the Brewers also have 15 games remaining, four of which are against teams that have a winning record. 11 of those games... They play rather craptastic teams. Can the Brewers make up two and a half games as it stands right now in the wild card? In the wild card to be able to get themselves into the postseason? Can they make up that two and a half game wild card chase with 15 remaining? That's where it stands right now. As the Brewers' season, they're kind of, they're, you know, it's when you die a slow death and. You, you know, you, you begin to see things deteriorate and, and kind of rot and turn to goo. or kind of, That's kind of the season for the Brewers. Scherzer dealing last night. Brewers, nada. We're just kind of watching it very slowly fade away. But 15 games remaining for the uh, Green Bay Packers. Big one coming up this weekend. Uh, Mike Evans, as we all know, suspended. And if I could do it in the ESPN voice of Mike Greenberg, does Tom Brady already, he's behind the eight ball when he faces off against Aaron Rodgers, which is a giant load of crap. But you get the point. However, however, uh, Mike Evans, at least according to sources, 
uh, should or would be appealing. How quickly the appeal is heard, we'll wait and see. Uh, Many of the players feel that the shove that Mike Evans delivered to Lattimore was not worthy of a suspension. Where the issue comes into play is he was not even on the field at the time. He came running onto the field, which is a huge no-no, and then hit a player, if you want to call it that. And then the melee ensued. That's where they're going. Had he actually been on the field at the time, he would have probably gotten a fine. But because he ran onto the field and hit a player, that's what the NFL used as their basis for the suspension, which many feel, I was watching uh, both uh, the NFL Good uh, Good Morning Football and uh, ESPN's Get Up, uh, both sets, both say that when you run onto the field, that's that's what does it for him. So he can appeal it, but most likely it's not not going to be reversed. So whether or not we have... Time for that. We'll have to wait and see. Uh, This was um, the uh, Mike Garofalo, the NFL Network, talking about uh, Evans coming onto the field in that whole situation. Mike Evans suspended one game for that Packers game as of right now. And I say as of right now because he has filed an appeal. And my understanding is it will be heard this evening. We don't yet know if it'll be James uh, James Thrash, excuse me. Uh, or Derek Brooks, those are the two jointly appointed hearing officers that will decide whether the suspension is upheld. I know Evans was frustrated back in 2017 when the suspension was upheld for a similar incident against the Saints with Marshawn Lattimore. He was not ejected at that point. There was also that weekend, uh, I went back and checked this, uh, a a fracas on the field between A.J. Green and Jalen Ramsey. Those guys were ejected but not suspended. Tom Brady saying this latest suspension is ridiculous, so I'm sure that Evans Evans is going to be frustrated by the fact that others have engaged in this type of behavior and not been suspended. That'll surely be part of his uh, appeal argument. However, the NFL, in its statement uh, from John Runyon, the NFL VP of uh, football operations, said, quote, your aggressive conduct, this was to Evans, could have caused serious injury to your opponent and clearly does not reflect the high standards of sportsmanship expected of a professional. Keep it locked here for NFL Network. We're expecting uh, a decision within the next 24 hours or so on Mike Evans, so the Buccaneers will know if he's available on Sunday. So he has filed the suspension. They were saying he will file or file the, the appeal. Uh, so they were saying this morning that that it was likely he would, but according to Garofalo, he already has, and they're waiting for the decision to come down. So, regardless, um, it it'll be expedited. So good. We'll 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 have some knowledge as to whether or not we know uh, Mike Evans to be suspend, suspended or not. So there you go. Uh, also, some good news. Uh, Bills cornerback uh, um, uh, Jackson, who ended up uh, taking the collision last night, um, ran into his own teammate, as a matter of fact. Dane Jackson left the game in an ambulance. Had that uh, Tremaine, I think it was Tremaine Edmonds, I think is who he hit. And uh, he ended up going to the hospital. He has been released from the hospital. So for those with the update there regarding the Buffalo Bills corner, he is uh, he's he's been released. Not good to go. Not like he's going to play uh, next week, but he has been released. So at least that's good news. Um, what else do we have for you today? Uh, this one, uh, for, I put it over on Twitter, by the way, and I said, what did we learn last night? And just kind of left it at that. I wasn't going to get specific. I just left it at that. 
Packer Truth says the Packers came into the Vikings game with a horrible game plan and were unable to make the required adjustments. This is damning for a coaching staff and why they will never win it all. Uh, Atlas says, relax. Uh, this is from uh, Packer Greg. He says, Eagles defense, amazing. Packers defense, not so much. Uh, Marcus says, Packers, nowhere near those teams as it stands today. Pete says, easy. Using your best player against the main wide receiver works. Also, man-to-man and blitzing is better than zone coverage. Silly by the Packers thinking you have to worry about the run. I don't see Delvin Cook going on anyone. Cousins picked up, uh, picked us apart, and we played zone the entire time. Cook stunk last two weeks. Um, Eagles are really good. Taymor says, nothing. You beat up the Bears at home. Tampa on the road will give you an early indication of how far we're off, even without Mike Evans. Yeah, but the, the whole thing with the beating the Bears, whether you beat them by 30 or you beat them by 5 or you beat them by 2, those are rivalry games, man. Those are kind of different. They just are. Uh, I'm I'm not going to – I said that the other night. The Bears aren't a good team. For everything they thought coming out of that monsoon game against the 49ers, Bears are not a good team. They don't do a lot well. They uh, they have good trenches defensively. They can get after the quarterback. Uh, but their downfield coverage, not bad. But the pressure up front is what's going to make that defense really good. You can have the best corners in the world, but the best corners in the world can only hang with a receiver for about four seconds. After that, you're on your own. You, you know, you're just, it's, it's luck of the draw. So you really need good trenches, which is something that I'm glad the Packers are finally paying attention to. Albeit early on in that game, Dean Lowry uh, did not have his best performance. But then, give him credit, he uh, girded up the loins, baby. Because after that, played extremely well. Went back and watched a majority of the game today. Uh, you know why I had time today? This morning I got up. I got a text yesterday when I was actually on the air. And it said, uh, you know, my buddy, uh, Dr. Paul Levine, uh, he said, oh, uh, don't forget. Or they, they said, don't forget you have your appointment tomorrow morning. And I was like, what? I forgot I had for that tooth that I had the other day, the root canal, I had a temporary in. And my, my crowns have come in. So I had an appointment this morning at 6, 6 a.m. to go get my teeth worked on. So I'm like, ah. So I went to bed late last night after going bed, uh, to bed uh, late the night before. I was dragging ass this morning, got up, drove out there, and the crowns that had come in by the company that manufactured them uh, did not fit right. And he's like, I just, I can't, I can't put these on. So I was there maybe 10 minutes. And I ended up coming back home, sat down and sat down and watched that game. Bears are a decent team defensively they're not good offensively they're very one-dimensional it is justin fields uh he's gonna look around look around run david montgomery's going to get the ball just to keep you honest but they don't have a lot their offensive line is not great which on the other hand is a little concerning as well because you would have thought during some of those drives in which the in, in which the bears started to move the football early on in the game and then late in the game that the Packers would have brought more pressure. And instead, it was almost as if they were sitting in a, a quasi-prevent to ju- just because maybe they thought the game was salted away. They took their foot off the gas a little bit. So the Bears are not a great team. But I agree with you. You are going to find out what you're made of 
going into Tampa Bay this weekend, with or without Mike Evans. With or without Mike Evans, no doubt about it. Uh, let's do this. We're going to step away, take a quick break, come back. A lot more to get to this portion of the program. Brought to you by our friends at Bud Light. Tomorrow night, the Bill Michaels Huddle is back. We're at the Mecca Sports Bar right downtown, Deer District. Hopefully you can come by. It's going to be a, a kind of a fun night. Talk a little more Packers football. Do not know yet as to who the guest will be, but we will have a guest tomorrow night down at the Mecca. A little food, sitting high above uh, high above the, uh, the big screen down there, enjoying ourselves. Can't wait. Looking forward to it. Going to be live at the Mecca tomorrow night, 6 to 8. Bill Michael Suttle brought to you by our friends at Bud Light, the official beer sponsor of the Bill Michael Sports Talk Network. We will be back with more right after this. Ready? This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Continuing on, good to uh, good to have you along for the ride today. Yeah, the game yesterday, when I was looking back at the statistics and uh, watching what the Vikings were not capable of doing against the uh, Philadelphia Eagles last night, Kirk Cousins, uh, not a great night at the office. 27-46, one touchdown, three picks, as we all know, 51.1 quarterback rating, and Justin Jefferson, who absolutely positively 180-plus against the Green Bay Packers, Six catches, 48 yards. Now, he was still the leading receiver and targeted the most. But if you look, six catches. You can see it over on the Bud Light live stream right now. Six catches, 48 yards. Six catches, 48 yards. That's it. Irv Smith, the tight end. Five catches, 36 yards, had the one touchdown. But... And, and, and Dalvin Cook last night, six carries, 17 yards. Basically nada, which crushed me in fantasy. I have not even had the cojones yet to take a look at what my fantasy team might have been. Only for the fact that uh, I'm afraid to look at it because I might be out of the league. Guillotine League is, is such a cool thing because you uh, each week a team gets eliminated. If you're the last, you know, odd man out, so to speak, if you're the uh, the last of the group, uh, you, you're done. Your season is over. On one hand, if you uh, don't want to be bothered by it, well, it's not bad. It's not bad. But, oh, I was uh, near-death experience, Ben. L- last week, I won the league. This week, I was one point away from being eliminated. Oh, look at that. Yeah. Because think about this. Uh, I had Adam Thielen on my team. Not good. Garbage time, had, though. That saved you. Yeah. I had Joe Burrow. Not good. Um, Trying to think who else uh, was started for me. 
Uh, I should have went with Aaron Rodgers, and I didn't. I did end up getting Aaron Rodgers, by the way, on the waiver wire. So, and my other quarterback was Mac Jones. I got rid of Ryan Tannehill. Thank God, or I would have been uh, dead, dead in the water. Um. So that was that was Chris Godwin was my other wide receiver. It wasn't a little bit of good there, and Debo Samuel was my other wide receiver. But not a good day at the office for me in any stretch of the imagination. I don't think Chris Godwin played. I think you're right, too, which was a dumb, dumb move on my part. Now that I think about it, you are correct. No wonder. <laughs> I guess I, uh, I, I had my, um, you know what? He did not play. I, I have got him listed as the backup in the flex. Backup in the flex. You are correct. Uh, I set my, because I was traveling so much, I didn't know what time I'd get a chance to look at it. So I set my lineup to auto. And if players are listed as uh, out or doubtful, it automatically removes them. So there you go. Um, Packers uh, Pack fan says, Charge is going to be pissed I didn't take the league serious. No, I did. As a matter of fact, I called him last week. I called him last week. The problem was I was traveling around so much, and I just – when I get on to where I'm doing stuff, I I kind of prioritize what it is I have to do, and that was not one of the things I – and it takes some time. It's not – it is a – once you learn it, it's an easy league to stay up on, but it takes a little bit of getting used to it. It's not just as simple as you and your buddies having this thing where you, you click a dot and you play that guy, play that guy, play that guy, play that guy, and then everybody else is your backup. You know, it's not that easy. But, uh, but yeah, that was – I was I was one point away from being eliminated, but hey, I live to fight another day. That's all. That's all that matters. That's it. You're like the Bruce in a way. Yeah, kind of um, negligence. Uh, maybe you don't manage it well, but yet you're oh, still boy, somehow just in the a hunt. Kick to the crotch right away, just right out of the shoot, man. Right there, the cup is right there for your foot to hit. Whap! Right in the groin. Ben Kenny coming out with a foot to the crotch right away. Not wrong. Um, no, you're right. <laughs> you're right. Uh, 877-867-1670. With, with the performance last night in the pass game, the number one rated passer right now in the National Football League is whom, Ben Kenny? Is it Jalen Hurts? It is Jalen Hurts. Oh, man. Jalen Hurts, the number one pass rated thrower in the National Football League via Pro Football Focus. Number two, Josh Allen. Number three is the 45-year-old Tom Brady. Talk about that. Then Aaron Rodgers sitting now at number five as a passer. As a passer. So there you go. Number five. Not great. But Joe Burrow, the most sacked quarterback, hit the sack 13 times, hit 21. That's just, that's mind-boggling to me. But number four, Aaron Rodgers, sacked seven times already. Hit 14. Hit 14 times. Boy, he's not going to survive the season if that keeps up. Well, week one was a lot of that damage there, too, don't forget. But still. 
All right. Uh, I've gone on long enough regarding the numbers. Let's do this. We're going to step away, take a group break. Don't forget, coming up top of the hour, we're going to talk a little Badger football. Badgers, the Buckeyes, coming up this weekend at uh, at the shoe over in uh, Columbus, Ohio. Going to talk with Zach Heilprin, sports director, WOZN, out in Madison, our flagship station on the Bill Michael Sports Talk Network. And uh, we'll get his thoughts as the uh, Badgers. What chance, what chance do the Badgers have to go into the shoe with the head of steam they got last weekend, to go in the shoe and pull off the improbable, to walk away going, damn, we did it. What chance do they have? We'll get into that discussion when we come back after the top of the hour. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show next. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Now, in Green Bay, here's Mike Clemens. The Packers review the tape of their game against the Bears. Up next, they face the Buccaneers Sunday in Tampa. The Bucs held on to win their game over the Saints. But wide receiver Mike Evans has been suspended for fighting with New Orleans' Marshawn Lattimore. Bucks head coach Todd Bowles. Yes, he'll get one game. I found that about 10 minutes ago. He'll have a one-game suspension, like I said. The fighting alone loses a player for the next game. It hurts our team because we lose a very good ball player. You know, we got to move forward and try to find a way to win without him. Green Bay got the running game going in part thanks to the return of Elton Jenkins to the offensive line. Aaron Rodgers after the game Sunday night. The definition of success isn't always measured in stats. And for Elton, I thought tonight was an absolute success. Uh, he's been out for a long time, and he's battled in practice and battled in his rehab, and he went out there and played an NFL football game. That, to me, is a successful night. Jenkins is back at right tackle after suffering a torn ACL last November in Minnesota. I'm proud of myself by coming back. Don't feel like I really played my best game. It felt good being out there, being able to impose our will on those guys. But, um, you know, we got things that we can clean up, you know, throughout the week, rust and all that, and technique and all that to make sure we perform at the level that I can perform at. Packers head coach Matt LaFleur on how Jenkins performed. There's certainly some plays I'm sure he'd like to have back, but I thought he did an outstanding job, especially the first time back out there. Elton holds himself to such a high standard that I'm sure he's not going to be happy with it because if there's one play that he could improve upon, then he's not going to be satisfied with that. So that's just the, the type of mentality he has and his presence out there alone. I think provided a huge spark, and I said it last night, and I'll say it again. I don't know if we win that football game if Elton Jenkins isn't playing for us. That's Matt Lafleur in Green Bay. I'm Mike Clemens on the Bill Michaels Show. Faith in nada. Welcome back, Bill Michaels Show. Good to have you. Four Seasons Island Resort. Uh, they have got a lot of events going on. They've got wine tastings, dinners. They've got a fall fest happening. The uh, UTV and the ATV trails still open. They still have golf on the nine-hole executive. 19 bucks right now for a round of golf. Uh, plenty of things to do. Uh, we were just talking about trying to make another date before uh, the winter hit to get up there, check out some of the fall colors because it's beautiful up there on the island. The beautiful Muscato Island, right in the middle of the river. And uh, it's only about uh, 15 miles south of Iron Mountain, Michigan. So you're up near the UP Dare. But uh, then you can head over to Peshtigo, which is about you know, 45, 50 minutes away. Head down there, go to the winery, down to see our friends at Forgotten Fire Wine. Plenty to do. The Diamond Room is awesome for food. 
There's an upstairs lounge for just uh, having a few cocktails, some appetizers. Downstairs, the Boundary Waters Bar and Grill is always fun, whether it's karaoke or a good band, a bad band, but it's always a blast. Love it down there. So a lot of good things happening. Uh, Pools, salons, you name it, they've got it. That's our friends at the Four Seasons Wisconsin. Dot com. But if you really want to go and you're interested, get a hold of our girl Barb, B-A-R-B, Barb, at TheFourSeasonsWisconsin.com. That's TheFourSeasonsWisconsin.com, Barb at TheFourSeasonsWisconsin.com. And when you do it, whether you call or go to the website or get a hold of Barb, don't forget, put in Bill Michaels 15. Bill Michaels 15. You're going to get yourself a discount. Oh, yeah. You get it right there up front. It used to be they'd give you a bottle of wine. They'd give you a bottle of wine, maybe a little bit off your meal, buy you a drink downstairs, whatever. Now, just flat out 15. We got so many people going there, like, we just can't handle it all. So, boom, 15% just for listening to this program. How about that? Bill Michaels 15. That's all you got to remember. Easy way to go. Bill Michaels 15, and it's right there for you. Uh, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. I'm going to talk some Badgers coming up after the uh, the top of the hour, so stay tuned for that. Uh, this was from Mark. Mark says, what I learned last night is that the Green Bay Packers are an entire stratosphere away from being one of the top teams in the NFL. They don't have the weapons on the outside. Their pass rush is mediocre. Their defensive coordinator is an idiot, and their head coach is too worried about his hair and not more worried about wins. That's a little harsh, my friend. I'm just saying. Matt LaFleur wants to win. You can only you can only coach what you have, okay? You can't say that his desire, because they didn't go out and get themselves or two big-time wideouts. First of all, you got to understand the financial aspects of it. Okay, that's the first thing. you got to figure out what you can afford, what you can go get, who's willing to come there. There's a lot of nuances that go into it. But to say that he doesn't care, he cares more about his hair, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. I don't know any coach... Any player that, well, except for the with the exception of Cletius Hunt. Cletius Hunt, when he was playing for the Packers, he cared about the money. He just wanted to get paid. And once he got paid, that's pretty much it for his career. Once he got the money, that was it. Because he was more worried about putting crazy dubs on his whip, putting some diamonds in his grill, and, uh, and then he was out the door. That was it for him. But uh, I don't know any player that once you actually take the field – is just thinking, yeah, I'm just going to go and do this and just you know dance a little bit. Because nobody wants to get humiliated. Nobody wants to get their ass kicked. So to say that they don't care is, I will never question a player's heart. I will never question a player's care. Because you don't know what's inside. We don't know what drive that, drives that player on that particular day. But uh, they did, uh, at least in game one, seem a lot like they seemed the last year. If that's if that's fair, but Mark, you're 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 off base there. You're off base there. Put the, put put down the pipe, man. Seriously, spit out the gummy, whatever, and uh, and 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 rethink uh, rethink what you said, and, and email me some other time. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. The Bills remind me of the '96 Packers. Have a mission, and nothing will stand in their way. That's from Josh. Josh certainly seemed like that. Travis says the Eagles, they're real. They're going to be contenders. Um, and Neutralis said, as a, here you go, Ben. As an Eagles fan, Packers should be thanking us for giving the, the Vikings one hell of a beatdown in the blueprint to beat them. 
You're welcome, Packers fans. Is that how you woke up this morning, Ben? Oh, yeah. Basically, Ben gets out of, out of, out of bed. You kind of throw some water on your face. And you throw that hand out like you're waving people onto your jet plane going, you're welcome, Packers fans. Yeah, for once, I'm finally accepted. There you go. Last night, we were all in the Honey Bears pot. Yeah. Zach Heilprin coming up. Do the Badgers have a legit shot at beating Ohio State? We're going to talk about it next on the Bill Michael Show. The Bill Michael Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.